Genesis chapter 29, beginning at verse 5. I go to work. Talk about work today. <laughs> Big Daddy K used to have a song called I Go to Work. Genesis 29, verse 5. Y'all got your phone. Mm -hmm. there. Tablet, Bible. <laughs> All right. So beginning at verse 5, and it says here, And he said unto them, uh, Know ye Laban, the son of Nahor? And they said, We know him. And he said unto them, Is he well? And they said, He is well. And behold, Rachel his daughter cometh with the sheep. And he said, Lo, it is yet high day, neither is it time that the cattle should be gathered together. Water ye the sheep, and go and feed them. And they said, We cannot until all the flocks be gathered together, until they roll the stone from the well's mouth, then we water the sheep. While he yet spake with them, uh, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she kept them. And then going down to verse 15, And Laban said unto Jacob, Because you are my brother... Should you therefore serve me for nothing? Tell me, what shall thy wages be? And Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well-favored. And Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter. And Laban said, It is better that I give her to you than that I should give her to another man. Abide with me. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had to her. And Jacob said unto Laban, Give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled, that I may go in unto her. I go to work. There ain't nothing wrong with work, you know that? Work while it's day. Jesus talks about that. Work is something that hopefully all of us do, especially those of us that are believers. Ever since the beginning, Ever since the Lord made Adam, we work. You know that? I know society has another thing that they do out there, but we're not a part of them. When you accept him as your Lord and Savior, you always got to remember that there's different requirements that our Heavenly Father has of us that's different from everybody else out there in the world. We go to work. You know that? We look at Genesis chapter 2, and if you just want to listen, you can, or if you want to jump over there. And looking at verse 15, when he created Adam. And at the time in Adam, everybody was in Adam. Everybody. Remember, he takes Eve out of Adam, but everybody is in Adam. But he places Adam in that garden. In Genesis chapter 2 and 15, it says, And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. He took that man and put that man in there. And that man started to go to work. You hear me? Inside of Adam at that time is everybody. He said, it's not good for a man to be alone. He went in there and took Eve out. And that gets us to our text here today. And we get to Genesis chapter 29, verse 5. We begin to look at verse 9 here, 5 through 9. But looking at verse 9, it talks about how Rachel kept her father's sheep. You know, a lot of times we don't see that. Our society, you know, men want women to stay home sometime. Or, but our Heavenly Father, when he made mankind, male and female, they all worked. You women that are 
in the Lord is something about us, man. We go to work. We handle our business. It's just something that we do. You know that? We look at Proverbs 31. You don't want to jump over there. That's cool. I would jump over there for you. Wish I had this laid out a little bit better. I would have to turn some pages. But Proverbs 31, beginning at verse 10. We're talking about going to work. We're talking about something that our Heavenly Father has established in the life of a believer. Proverbs 31 and verse 10. We're just looking like Rachel kept her father's sheep. I mean, she was tending to the sheep. She was out there working. You know that? In verse 10 here, it says, Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband does safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant ship. She bringeth her food from afar off. She rises also while it is yet night and gives meat to her household and a portion to her handmaidens. She considereth a field and buyeth it with the fruit of her hands. She planteth a vineyard. She girds her loins with strength and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hands to the spindle and her hands hold the distaff. She stretches out her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches forth her hand to the needy. We're talking about a godly woman. We're talking about a woman. I know you hear the thing that says, if a man doesn't work, what a man doesn't eat. They're talking about mankind. And when you come into the house of the Lord, our mindset changes than the people in the world. It's a different mindset. Be you what transformed by the renewing of your mind that we can prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of our Heavenly Father. Now, sometimes everybody can't work. Sometimes there's certain men that can't work. Sometimes there's some physical uh, disabilities and things like that. Sometimes women can't work. There's some physical disabilities and things going on. We understand that. But we're talking about people that can get up and make things happen. It's a mindset. A lot of times we don't like to talk about this in church. But sometimes, man, the Holy Spirit puts things on our heart that we have to come to grips with. And that's getting up and making things happen. You know that? We look at Leah. This woman kept sheep. I don't know what it is to keep sheep. I know what it is to have two dogs and they get on my last nerves. Can I say that in church? I had two children and they would run you ragged too if you were home with them all day long. And some of y'all know what that is. You're like, man, look, I got to go to work. They got to come on there with these kids. There's a lot that goes on in our life. And, there's, and work doesn't mean a nine to five job because we see Jesus talk about he has to work what? While it's day. Because nighttime comes, no man can work. Or that means that you and I are going to give up this body one day. And all the things that we're working for is over and done with. You know, when they call, when that whistle blows at the end of the, of the football game, there ain't no more. That's it. Ain't no more, ain't no more time on the clock. It's over. You lost. <laughs> if you won, you run around jumping. But everything is coming to an end. And we have to have a mindset to work. Women work too. If somebody tells you that women don't work, that's not the book that we read. 
He put man in that garden and put man to work to dress it. And I tell you right now, when Eve got there, he said, man, we go to work. She was like, what do you mean we go to work? Why are we working? <laughs> like, what, what, what are we doing? But they took care of that garden. You hear what I'm saying? It talks about here in verse 15. And Laban said unto Jacob, these are Hebrews. It's a difference with their mindset. Laban said unto Jacob, because you are my brother, should you therefore serve me for nothing? You going to work here. You know, you show up at your uncle's. He's going to work, bro. But I got to pay you something. Anytime you and I are working, there is a wage involved. You know that? We don't work for nothing. There's something that we want. There's something that we need. Sometimes we got to take care of our kids. We got to take care of ourselves. We got to take, sometimes you see children now, sometimes our parents get sick and we have to take care of our parents now. We work, like Laban says, can't have you serving for nothing. What is it that you want? He got to his uncle's house. He wasn't going to sit around. He wasn't going to chill. He was going to work. Tell me, what will your wages be? And Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah. The name of the younger was Rachel. Said Leah was tender eyes. She all right, you know what I'm saying? She's cute. She got a little something with her, you know. But they said Rachel, man, Rachel was that dying piece. You know that? Yes. And Jacob loved Rachel. Yes. Sometimes, man, looks can be yes. deceiving. You know that? You see somebody, they look so good. Look so good. You're like, I just want her because the way she looked. And Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve you seven years for Rachel, your younger daughter. And Laban said, it is better that I give her to you, to you than that I should give her to another man. Abide with me then. He said, cool, contract's on. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel and they seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had to her. And Jacob said unto Laban, give me my wife for my days are fulfilled that I may go in unto her. Anytime you are working, and I don't know what you're working for today. I don't know what's on your heart. But we know what was on Jacob's heart. You hear me? We know what Jacob is thinking about. Jacob knew he was going to have to work when he got to his uncle's house because he worked at his dad's house. When you and I go places, we know we're going to have to work. It's just, it's just how it is. I know times have changed right now where people are chilling, living a life. <laughs> but that's not the believer. Amen? Amen? Jacob knew he was going to have to work, y'all. And you and I, as men and women, know we're going to have to work. Nowadays, you don't even have to leave the house to go to work. You can stay at home, get on the computer, and do work right from home in your pajamas and get paid a lot of money. If I was a child right now, I would, I would change my voice and get on there and start working right now and get that money. You hear what I'm saying? If I'm 10 or 11 years old, I got, that, I got a bass voice. I, yeah, my name is boy. I'm trying to get that job. Because some of our children had to work that computer better than the adults. And on there getting it in, getting seven, eight, nine hundred a week. Yes, you can do it. I know you didn't think about it till this morning because I'm saying it, but I would have one of those electronic voices that would talk for me. Hi, my name is Bart. I'm about that life. 
But we don't, we work all the time for something. Abraham wouldn't let people give him nothing. He said, but I, no, 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 no. I'm going to give you money for it. I'm going to pay you for it. But as brothers and sisters, man, we got to learn to get at it. Check out Ephesians 4 and 28. Ephesians 4 and 28. There's a lot of little scriptures I just want to hit you with today. Get you to think about it. I go to work. Ephesians 4 and 28. Now we know that sometimes things happen and I don't know if you ever stole anything in your life. Is there anybody in the room that never stole anything in here? Like you just never stole anything. Okay, good. Everybody in the room that stole something. All right. So everybody in the room. Anybody put their hand up? Everybody like, I took I took a Reese cup one time. <laughs> Yeah. Taking money out of mama's purse. Don't go in my purse. Taking stuff that don't belong to you from somebody else's room. Everybody in here that stole something. So everybody knows what it is to steal, right? As long as you don't get caught, you came up. <laughs> but what happens when you get caught? Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 28. This is what happens when you and I, we were talking about in Sunday school. Now we are believers and now his word we are putting in our heart that we might not sin against him. So in Ephesians 4 and 28 it says, let him that stole, what? Steal no more. Stop taking money out your mama's purse. Somebody come home with some little Debbies and they got them in their room and next thing you know, you got it in your room. You done took some of their little Debbies and they run them out of the house about, who took my stuff? And you sitting there looking at them talking about, oh, I think it was somebody else. I saw them in your room. Knowing you lying. Sometimes we go in the stores and we, we slick with our hands. We smooth. And we take stuff out the store. That's not how we live our life as believers. There has to, the world rides by and says there should be something different about each and every one of us in the room because our Heavenly Father, for the first time he made man, he said, you're going to get this bad boy and work. He said, let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good. It's not bad to work. I know everybody don't want to get up, man, and brush your teeth, put your clothes on. Have people talking to you crazy, let alone come home tired. Ain't nobody want that, but you know what? The Father says it's good that he may have to give to him that needs. It's more than work than what meets your eye. Not only will you provide for yourself and for your family, but also when you see somebody destitute, our Heavenly Father thinks you and I should be able to give something. Give Something. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 12. You can make it over there. I'm just reading a couple of things that I'm talking about. Let's go to work. Chapter 12. I'm looking at a couple of scriptures just about work. We're going to 12. 
and 11. We're talking about work. There's a whole, from the beginning, ever since the father created Adam. When he created Adam, he created everybody. All right, that's why by one man, sin entered the world. And by one man, sin, we are redeemed. And that man had to work. You hear what I'm saying? So Proverbs 12, and some of these are going to fit and some may not, but I'm just pulling up some different scriptures on work. Proverbs 12 and 11, he that tilleth his land shall be satisfied with his bread. He that's out there working that land. Y'all know what it is. You see these farmers out there tilling. I saw some people the other day getting their garden ready. They had running one of those tillers and they were getting that ground up and they were getting excited because they was about to go out. Look, you go to work out there. Put that stuff in that ground and whatever comes up, you're going to eat it. You know that? A lot of people have switched over from eating meat and they just eat wow. veggies and beans and different things that are good for their body because that's what the Father told us to eat for the Gideon. He that tilleth his land shall be satisfied with the bread, but he that followeth vain persons is void of understanding. You get out there with them people that don't want to work, ain't nobody going down there working for the man. Well, how are you going to survive? I'm going to try to come up. I hope that somebody get. I'm going to find one of these women with a good job. <laughs> I'm going to find me a sugar daddy. I'm going to find somebody else. I'm going to ride that one. I'm going to ride them wheels till they fall off. They're void of understanding. Do you hear what I'm saying? That's not what each and every one. You come in and like when the Holy Spirit, like Sharisha shared, when the Holy Spirit started to move upon her heart, it made her do something that she wasn't even planning on doing. So when the Spirit of the Lord comes in our life, all of a sudden, he starts to put things in order inside of us. It may not happen at the beginning, but somewhere down the line, we start to grow in him. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit says, hey, man, this is what I need you to do. And next thing you know, you and I, that scripture, a man, if a man doesn't work, a man doesn't eat, becomes really, it starts to sound out in our ears. And we say, man, I got to get in here and start getting after it. It's not about what society says, because we don't give two cents about what people say anyway. But when that Holy Spirit gets in your life and that Holy Spirit begins to talk to you, all of a sudden you start to say, you know what, Father, I can hear you. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 4. Some of y'all are real close. Chapter 13, verse 4. Proverbs. And if you don't want to turn, it's okay. I'm already turning. I'm just going to read it to you. Proverbs chapter 13, and verse 4. We're talking about I go to work. It says, the soul of a sluggard desireth and has nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. My pockets stay fat, not flat. I don't know if y'all know that. I, say, I know a lot of rap music. I came up in rap music. <laughs> so I know all the little cliches that I can say in my sermon to keep it real. But if you if you're a sluggard, if you ain't got no get up and go in you, what does it say here? You have nothing. The only person you can blame is the person in the mirror. The Holy Spirit's job is to make you and I productive. It's the Holy Spirit's job to make you and I productive or 
Paul says, I would that you would prosper as your soul prospers. So as our soul begins to prosper, things start to change inside of you and I. It may not have changed at the beginning. You know, sometimes people are wondering, like, when when, when the Holy Spirit going to talk to them about working? But all of a sudden, year five, year six, year seven, something happens. The Holy Spirit gets a hold of you. And he tells you, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. How am I going to do this? And how am I going to do that? When you begin to cry out, what? Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall what? We got to call on the name of the Lord. I, this time in my life, Father, I can hear you talking to me about work, about I go to work. And when you begin to respond by faith and say, Father, I'm going to get up and do it, but you don't know how this and that's going to happen, just get up and start moving. And like I said, you don't have to leave the house nowadays. I know you got to have a little bit of internet. But you'd be surprised how somebody could help you get going. Hey, if you could just pay my internet for a whole month, I'm going to get a check in about two weeks. I could pay it on my own. Who would want to help somebody do that? Proverbs chapter 14, verse 23. 14. I go to work. There's so many types of work that we see in the scripture from us actually having a job. We look at Jacob working for it. He loved Rachel. He said, I'll serve you seven years for her. Ended up serving 14. (laughs) But he said, I'll serve. I ain't got a problem. So everybody in this room, if there's something that you see and something that you want, you can work hard for it. You know that? Whatever it is that you want, you can have it. Just by, listen, people aren't even saved, but they understand that they can go to work and get something that they want. Believers just want to sit around sometimes. We just want to sit around and pray. I'm just going to sit around and pray about it. But even if you're not saved and you get up and go to work, you can get something that you desire. Amen? Does that sound all right? So looking at 14 and what, 23? Am I right about that? Make sure I'm right. In all labor, in all labor, there is profit. You're going to make money. In all labor, like Jesus said, I work while it's day because nighttime comes when no man can work. It was his job to go around and preach the gospel. It was his job to die up on a tree. It was his job. But he says in all labor, wherever you find yourself, you ain't going to get nothing. You ain't, listen, you can't be in a relationship and think the other person is going to do all the work. Do you hear me? There's no relation. It said who, he who has friends must first show himself friendly. You can't be ratchet and think you're going to have friends. It ain't going to work. You can't be in a relationship with a man or a woman and that person's giving all they can give and you ain't doing nothing but playing PlayStation. And you think everything is fine. Or you're in a relationship with a man, but you're running around here spending all the money, hanging out with your friends, spending all by the time you get, it ain't going to work. In all labor, there's profit. But the talk of lips tendeth only to poonery. Talk is cheap, y'all. If you love me, why are you spending all the money up? You knew I had an expensive appetite when we got together. You know what? 
We went to Popeye's the first time we went out. So mm-hmm. how'd you have an expensive appetite mm-hmm. at Popeye's? I took, remember we was going to Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. McDonald's, but now you got an expensive appetite. How long do you think that thing's going to last? As believers, something's <laughs> got to change. Do you hear what I'm saying? John chapter 5. Book of John. Ain't nothing wrong with it. This is that famous. Now, we're not greater than our Heavenly Father. We sure enough ain't greater than Jesus who died for us. Surely ain't nobody greater than them, right? So I don't know what plans you have. A lot of times when we're young, we want to be football players and basketball players and things like that. But I'm going to tell you right now, you got to put the time in. you got to put the work in. And somebody else is always putting in more work than you. And when you don't get picked, now you swole. But everybody on the planet know all you got to do is put work in to get what you want, right? Everybody on the planet, the father, when he started, when he made man, he said, just put the work in. You'll be fine. John chapter 5. We're looking at 17. But Jesus answered them. He says, my father works and I work. Man, like what type of work are they doing? What type of work is the Heavenly Father doing? What type of work? We know what type of work Jesus is doing. He running around here. Everything the Father tells him to do, that's what he's doing, even giving up his life. But he's telling us that the Heavenly Father is working. He's working a plan. He's got everything figured out. It says here in verse 18, it says, Therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him because he not only broke the Sabbath, but he said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. (coughs) You know, I wanted to read that because it talks about the Sabbath. You know the reason why the Lord made the Sabbath? (laughs) Because six days we work it. I don't know why people know people like, you know, honor the Sabbath. First of all, work six days. (laughs) Put some work in first before you have, because you're already on a Sabbath the rest if you ain't working. In a relationship, if you ain't putting in the work, you tell somebody you love them, but you can't love on that person the right way, then obviously you want a Sabbath rest in that relationship. If you're a child and you can't wash dishes at home and Keep your room clean and do what your parents ask you to do. Obviously, you want a Sabbath rest. You hear what I'm saying? Once you start continuing to spend time with your Heavenly Father, you'll realize that there's work to do. And it ain't going to be fun. It ain't going to be fun. I know we want that job where it's fun. I don't know. Is there a fun job? Is there one? I don't know if there's a fun job. As long as I can't stay home and, and chill out with my feet kicked up, then I, I, don't, I don't know. But even if I work from home, them people got me look. At least I got to be on the screen every other minute. <laughs> you know, I got to at least flash by the screen or something. I got to type something. I got to hit something on there. So we begin to look at Rachel's life. One of the things that Jacob, not only was she pretty, you know what? Rachel was working. Rachel found herself. She was working. Listen, 
I don't know what it is, but sheep, I'm not even trying to deal with sheep. You ever watch some little videos of people trying to deal with sheep? You got to cut the little wool off them and stuff like that. They hard-headed. They go in places they got no business going. They always stuck in some type of trench or a hole. You got to go get them out. Rachel did all that. Imagine Beyonce out there. This little sheep job is crazy. <laughs> I'm messing my nails up, but Beyonce is out there working. You hear me? Even on the stage, she working. She got the little sweat going. <laughs> Y'all think, B, I just want to be a singer like that, but you got to put some work in. You got you to go to some type of dance class. You got to work on your vocal lesson. You think they just going to walk out there and everything is going to be all right? How are you going to put a show off if you just go walk around, put a show on like you on the corner? No, people ain't going to a show for that. You got to put time in. You hear me? But one thing about this woman, Rachel, is she worked. Jacob didn't get somebody that didn't work. You know that? <laughs> find somebody that works. And then also find somebody that feels that you're worthy to work for. If you got a man or a woman and they don't really think that you're worthy to work for, there's a problem. You know that? I know some of you already picked people, but it's all right. You know what I'm saying? It's real. The podcast that blew up. So I don't know who's on the podcast. The podcast has been lit lately. But some of y'all already got people, and it's going to be okay. Don't go home and start throwing people out. You know, you got to go home and pray. You got to go home and talk about some things. But at least get with somebody who feels that you are worth working for. At least Rachel was like, man, this brother's going to serve seven years for me. And then after the okie doke came, he did another seven. Don't be with somebody who doesn't think that you're worth it. They sitting up on the couch while you out there working. It's not going to happen, ladies. It's not going to happen, gents. You better find a young lady. A help meet. A M-E-E-T, not a piece of meat. Some of these women are shaking on their little videos and stuff and got their OnlyFans. They, that's a piece of meat. M-E-A-T. Find a help meet with two E's in it, okay? Is that all right? The kids have to go home and talk to you all about that later. But there's a difference between meat and meat, okay? The rappers on their little videos, they're showing you M-E-A-T. That's not what you want, brothers. They're not going to show you the M-E-E-T. And ladies, if you want to be something for your heavenly father, you got to be an M-E-E-T. All right? Because if you mess around with M-E-A-T, <laughs> you ain't going to profit. And everybody that puts money in stocks, we ain't putting that money in that stock because we're going to lose money. We're putting that money in that stock because it's an investment and we should be able to get something out of it. So you better, you know, we got to make some decisions. What his word is what a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And if you're with somebody that doesn't go to work, either you're not as valuable as Rachel. Maybe, you, maybe they don't see nothing in you. You go to work, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel needed somebody to move the stone. Well, see, but look, the man that she done married, he moves the stone now, don't he? Don't you wish you had a man, lady, sometimes? Sure do wish I had a man to move the stone. I tell you right now, the older and wiser we get in our Heavenly Father, and the more we study this scripture, when little Red Riding Hood's wolf come up to you and start talking, you like, boy, 
you's a wolf. <laughs> How do you know I'm a wolf? I've been reading the book about wolves. <laughs> you a wolf in sheep's clothing. <laughs> How do you know I'm M-E-A-T? I've been reading the book. And Samson's parents said, why can't you get one of the daughters of your heavenly father? Why you got to go out here and get the piece of meat? You a piece of meat. I'm not a piece of meat just because I'm wearing these clothes like this. <laughs> yes, you is. All meat is hung up. <laughs> and everybody can see the meat. You ever been to a meat store? You can see the meat, everything on the meat. That's you. Folks don't want to hear it. But the book will tell you what is meat. So when the wolf comes up and says, hey, I'm your help meat. You're like, no, you M-E-A-T. I'm sorry. I'm looking for M-E-E-T. You know that? And you're going to have to work for it. You're going to have to work in that relationship. As children, you're going to have to work in that relationship. The work in that relationship, being a child, is to honor your father and mother that you may live long. That means you're profiting. Don't put nothing in a relationship that you do not profit from. Don't go out here smiling at your friends' faces and run the streets with your friends and then come home and treat your parents like they garbage. The Bible tells you better invest in your father and your mother that you may live long. It's the first commandment with the promise. Ladies, don't go out here. Just because these brothers are on there singing and doing all that stuff, they look good. You better check to see whether or not they can move a stone. And ladies, don't you get nobody that doesn't feel that you're worth working for. If you're worth it, he think you worth it. He's going to get up every day. Jesus said, you know one of the things he told his crew that he was working for? I go to prepare a place for you. That where I am, you may be there also. But if that brother be like, no, nah, I mean, you stay at your mom's, I'm going to stay at my mom's. Well, what's the, where's this relationship going? Unless you want to come over and sleep on the couch with me at my mom's. We ain't doing that. I understand he looked good. Sing like R. Kelly. But R. Kelly locked up now. We're trying to profit. Every time you put money into a stock, it better yield you something. So when you start looking for work, whether it's physical making money, whether it's a relationship, family, whatever it is, you better remember this message. And make a decision whether or not you're going to profit. I don't, care how, I don't care how good Rachel looked. I know Rachel going to work. That's M-E-E-T. That's a woman right there. That's a Proverbs 31 woman. You know? When she thinks that, you know, say you come in from working all day long and she got her girls up in the house and they doing nails and everything, laughing, and having a good time. Ain't no food on the stove and she ain't working. And you're like, why ain't you cook? Boo, bye, bye. You see me with my friends. You know what? <laughs> Moses gave some, 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 some written certificates for folks. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? You better move around. But I'm talking to us in this room. 
that understand. You can't hear me unless the Holy Spirit's in you. If you, ain't, if you don't got the Holy Spirit, what I'm saying, you don't mean nothing. You're still on there looking at the girl shaking, all that meat hanging. When you go home today and you go watch the movie Rocky, he was in there punching hanging meat. <laughs> you want to know what I mean by meat? That's what it is, just meat. It don't even, ain't got nothing for you. Just meat hanging there. And they're going to profit you nothing. Get you somebody that works. Make sure that you're working. I just don't know how I'm going to do it. Look, you can sit at home right now and make, make $25 an hour. <laughs> it's so easy nowadays to work, it ain't funny. You know that? You can work under the table. <laughs> on top of the table. <laughs> we got people still working on top of the table. All right, y'all know what I'm saying. <laughs> but you can, I'd rather you work under the table. We don't need y'all sisters working on top of the table. Neither do you brothers, because the brothers out there doing it too. You know, we got these transgender tables. All right? So little Billy's shaking it on top of that. <laughs> Just don't go on to Billy. Whatever club you're going to, you better go to the right club. It might be Billy. <laughs> might be your neighbor. The little, it might be the boy next door. <laughs> y'all hear what I'm saying, don't you? You better find your M-E-E-T, a help me. Or you might go in there and Billy got that meat, M-E-A-T, all right? <laughs> all right, some of y'all get slow. I'm trying to give it to you the only way I know it, and that's real. <laughs> I apologize to the listeners out there, but I'm sorry, man. This, hey, look, we ain't got much time left, so we better preach it the right way. I don't want to sit on here and sugarcoat nothing, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Some of y'all keep going out there. When you end up with that M-E-A-T, you're going to be mad. Pastor, what's wrong? What's wrong, baby? What's going on, man? I, I got the wrong meat. I said, oh, boy, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. I, don't, I ain't laying hands on that. <laughs> I'm letting you know that right now. I might throw some oil on you, but I ain't laying. You on your own on that one. I'll pray from a distance. <laughs> Father, the person over there. <laughs> we, need, we need a healing. I'm sorry. Let me stop. Let me move on with this one because um, I don't went too. I don't went too far. You get real. But that's all I got. I know we are here cutting up, but I'm just trying to tell you right now. You got to work while it's day. And stop giving stuff away for free. You hear me? Stop giving stuff away for free, ladies and men. There's a lot of men out here giving money away for free. Thinking that's going to buy you love. It ain't buying you nothing. Go get you, go get you a young lady that also put money in that bank account. You hear me? It takes two, doesn't it? It takes two to make it. And if you're working on one, now look, if somebody making a whole bunch of money like that, you at home making sure that, you know everything is taken care of. When they come in, you know everything is right. Don't come in the place messed up. Children have wrote their name on the wall. We ain't doing that. Okay. We know, listen, the longer that we listen to the word of God, things should change in our life. Listen, I know the house may not change, but something needs to change in you and I. That's what it's about. Every time we, the Heavenly Father reveals to us sin, he's letting us know, hey, this is the next thing I'm working on in your life. And if we allow him to work, like what work is he doing? There's a scripture that says all things are working. For my good. So my heavenly father has me on his heart. And he's working it all out for my good. 
And sometimes I got to look in the mirror and say, you know what, man, I am ratchet. And allow him to put a work inside of me that's not only going to be beneficial for me, but like Proverbs says, I can give to the needy. Now, I got a message for those out there that are struggling with me. I'll tell them about the M-E-E-T. You know that? That's what I'll tell them about. But we got to allow our Heavenly Father to change us. You know that? Yes, we do. Yeah, listen, it ain't going to be easy, but he's going to he's gonna have to change. He's going to have to transform our thinking, and he can. He can do it. Yes, he can, y'all, if you let him. And sometimes you, when you hear that, don't harden your heart. Say, Holy Spirit, I heard you today. I know you're talking to me. Help me to go to work. Help me to go to work. Help me to process what you're talking to me about. It's been years I've been saved now. And he promised us that our ladder will be greater. The beginning sometimes is rough because I'm still trying to hold on to Mark and, and, and what people are telling me in the street. But if I let go and let God have his way, bless is Mark. Bless is Mark because I'm doing it the way he told me to do it. He wrote it in here. All I got to do is follow the blueprint. And that means I got to get up and go to work. Amen? Amen. That's all I got. Did anybody else got anything on their heart? Did anybody uh, explain to Sister Sheila that we're not doing this? I blame uh, Corinthia, Sheila. <laughs> <laughs>